0: March 1st, our reading in the New Testament for today will come from the book of Mark, chapter 10, verses 13 through 31. Here's what we're going to be reading about today. How far can I go? Well, the rabbis didn't agree on their interpretation of the divorce law, one school being lenient and the other strict. You see, when you live by permission, well, you're tempted to follow those who will tell you what you want to hear our Lord led the Pharisees back to God's original plan and interpreted it for them. How much can I keep? The rich young man was looking for a bargain, the best of both worlds. But he was doomed to failure. At Calvary, there was no bargaining, just Jesus giving his all. How much will we get? Jesus promises to reward all who faithfully follow him but He warns against having rewards as your only motive for service. If you are His disciple, expect a cross, a cup, and a baptism, for the servant is not greater than his Lord. The really important question is, how much can we give? And now, let's begin our reading today, here in the New Testament. March 1st, Mark chapter 10, verses 13 through 31. One day some parents brought their children to Jesus so he could touch them and bless them. But the disciples told them not to bother him. But when Jesus saw what was happening, he was very displeased with his disciples. He said to them, Let the children come to me, don't stop them, for the kingdom of God belongs to such as these. I assure you, anyone who doesn't have their kind of faith will never get into the kingdom of God. Then he took the children into his arms and placed his hands on their heads and blessed them. As he was starting out on a trip, a man came running up to Jesus, knelt down, and asked, Good teacher, what should I do to get eternal life? Why do you call me good? Jesus asked. Only God is truly good. But as far as your question, you know the commandments. Do not murder. Do not commit adultery. Do not steal. Do not testify falsely. Do not cheat. Honor your father and mother. Teacher, the man replied, I have obeyed all these commandments since I was a child. Jesus felt genuine love for this man as he looked at him. You lack only one thing, he told him. Go and sell all you have, and give the money to the poor, and you will have treasure in heaven. Then come, follow me. At this the man's face fell, and he went sadly away because he had many possessions. Jesus looked around and said to his disciples, How hard it is for rich people to get into the kingdom of God. This amazed them. But Jesus said again, Dear children, it is very hard to get into the kingdom of God. It is easier for a camel to go through the eye of a needle than for a rich person to enter the kingdom of God. The disciples were astounded. Then who in the world can be saved? they asked. Jesus looked at them intently and said, Humanly speaking, it is impossible but not with God. Everything is possible with God. Then Peter began to mention all that he and the other disciples had left behind. We've given up everything to follow you, he said. And Jesus replied, I assure you that everyone who has given up house or brothers or sisters or mother or father or children or property for my sake and for the good news will receive now in return a hundred times over houses, brothers, sisters, mothers, children, and property with persecutions, and in the world to come they will have eternal life. But many who seem to be important now will be the least important then, and those who are considered least here will be the greatest then.
1: just fly by I, I guarantee you almost all of us in this room right now would say i can't believe i'm already this old right when we all say that and you're like wasn't i young just a little bit ago wasn't i cool just a little bit ago and it wasn't that little bit ago. it just flies by we all look at our lives and go i, I can't believe i'm at this stage already I can't believe I'm here. I can't believe I'm at this age. I used to look at people at this age and think, wow, they're so old. And that's me now. And I'm telling you, you guys, the Bible says your life's a vapor. Boom, it's over. And that's why he says, listen, while you have opportunity, do good. You do good. You know, people have said to me, you know, how come every week you're still so, you still care so much about what you say? And it seems like every service you get even more fired up. Every... And I go, you know, because I really think to myself, this could be my last message on earth. I've had friends who died while preaching. I, I, I you know, it just, I don't know, this isn't my last time. And so I want to say everything I need to say while I still have the opportunity and, and I, I want you to, to look me in the eyes right now because, listen, I, I don't know. I don't know how it all works when it ends, when it's over. You know, I'll read certain passages that make me think that you and I will know each other and we'll recognize each other and we'll remember things on the earth. Other verses I go, I don't know. I don't know. seems like we forget the things on the earth that cause so much I don't know. But here's the deal. Here's what I want to say. Some of you I'm going to see in heaven. Okay? Whether we'll recognize each other, whether we'll remember this moment right now, I'm not totally sure. Okay, I go back and forth on that one in my theology and trying to understand the scriptures.
0: But here's what I don't want.
1: Let's let's suppose we remember our lives on earth and we remember everything that we went through together. I don't want any of you looking me in the eye thousand years from now ten thousand years from now a million years from now and St. Francis when we were on the earth you weren't serious enough about God and you didn't look me in the eye and seriously tell me how huge this was and so I want to look you in the eyes right now and tell you listen nothing in your life matters Accept what you do for God. That's it. That's it. Every ounce of energy you spend on something else is a waste. Every dollar you spend on something else is a waste. That you really need to think through, how am I investing my life Because when you stand before God, all the things that you worried about on the earth, that you just loved so much and were concerned about, you're gonna realize this, that didn't matter. And I don't want you looking at me and saying, hey, why weren't you more serious up there? Because I'm telling you, there's gonna come a time, and that time's gonna come before you realize that you're gonna stand before God and go, what did I do with my life? You need to think through every decision, And think through, is this what God would want for me to do with my time, do with my effort, my passions, my resources? Because this is just little seed time, like when you drop the seed. That's just how quick it is. That's it. And the question is, what did you do with your life? And some of you are absolutely wasting it. And I'm telling you now, so I, I can go with a clean conscience and go you know what I told them everything else is a waste and I am constantly reevaluating my life oh god okay now am I doing what I need to be doing am I investing like I ought to be investing I'm constantly looking at my life because I realize this is all that matters and we'll all see it one day I just don't want it to catch you by surprise See, when I look at this verse and it says, says do good to all believers, you know, to all people, well, we have the opportunity. I, I look at what I'm doing right now and I go, okay, this is my opportunity to do good. Th- this is what I do. This is what I do well is, is just, just to speak and to speak God's word. And I, I just thought, you know, the most loving thing I can do is, is not come here and entertain you and make you feel good about yourself, but to get up here and speak truth this morning and say, look, this is it. You need to take a long, hard look at how you've invested your life and how you're going to invest the rest of it. Because so much of what you did this week really isn't going to matter at all. You've sown into the flesh and all that stuff's going to decay and be destroyed. And yet for those of you who, who have been trying to live the way God wants you to and you're sacrificing, you're holding on, I'm, I'm begging you, don't give up. Okay, I know it's tired. Believe me, I know it's exhausting sometimes. But the Bible says you'll reap a harvest if you do not give up. And I want to look at you, years and years and years from now, and say, "I told you it was worth it, right?" You know? I mean, you think anyone in heaven looks back at anything they sacrificed and goes, oh, "Why did I give that up?" No, there's no regrets.
0: Psalm 44 verses 9 through 26. But now you have tossed us aside in dishonor. You no longer lead our armies to battle. You make us retreat from our enemies and allow them to plunder our land. You have treated us like sheep waiting to be slaughtered. You have scattered us among the nations. You sold us, your precious people, for a pittance You valued us at nothing at all. You have caused all our neighbors to mock us. We are an object of scorn and derision to the nations around us. You have made us the butt of their jokes. We are scorned by the whole world. We can't escape the constant humiliation. Shame is written across our faces. All we hear are the taunts of our mockers. All we see are our vengeful enemies. All this has happened despite our loyalty to you. We have not violated your covenant. Our hearts have not deserted you. We have not strayed from your path. Yet you have crushed us in the desert. You have covered us with darkness and death. If we had turned away from worshiping our God or spread our hands in prayer to foreign gods, God would surely have known it. For he knows the secrets of every heart. For your sake, we are killed every day. We are being slaughtered like sheep. Wake up, O Lord. Why do you sleep? Get up. Do not reject us forever. Why do you look the other way? Why do you ignore our suffering and oppression? We collapse in the dust, lying face down in the dirt. Rise up. Come and help us. Save us because of your unfailing love. Proverbs chapter 10, verses 20 and 21. The words of the godly are like sterling silver. The heart of a fool is worthless. The godly give good advice, but fools are destroyed by their lack of common sense.